0: Well, hey there, all you podcast listening folk out there on the plains. You simple, good-hearted, soul of the earth podcast listening. Simple. <laughs> yeah, but like not like in like a their dumb way, or not like in the way of the not at all problematic character of Simple Jack from the Tropic Thunder movie. <laughs> Which I guess they're being satirical, but it's gotten murkier as time has gone on. That whole motion that record. whole mo- that whole movie yeah it's you know you know it, at I, the time, I like that movie oh, i yeah, think no, it's just...
1: very funny but yeah it, it does a it does a delicate line
0: yeah it very much so does
1: uh, one thing like uh if one string gets pulled on it the whole thing <laughs> falls apart yeah, it's like it's
0: like it's got it's like a game of kerplunk that's the game where you pull the little things off under the marbles right
1: or... uh sure yeah is that the, i don't know is that the game on uh on uh what's it called uh, uh, what's what's that price? The Green price? Day album. Price is
0: right. Price is right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's like a it's like a board gameish sort of thing. Hang on. Oh, yeah. your plunk. Yep. Because uh, this is Chris Metz. This is a Chris Metzkin Wikipedia. So I'm looking of Wikipedia. This is a very very old school version. Is the version I'm seeing on Wikipedia, but it is the game I'm thinking of. Where a, what's
1: the game on Price is Right?
0: Um, the, the only one I know is Yodeling Guy goes up a hill.
1: Yeah, I like that one a lot. That's the
0: one I loved as a kid more than any other game. Was uh, I just like that little guy. Oh, yeah. He'd be yodeling. I'm going to have to look up Price is Right games now. I'm going to look up Price is... Oh, I'm Matt. I'm Chris. This is Chris and Matt's Wikipedia. I'm looking at the Price is Right right now. I want to try and find things for it. Uh, let's see. The Price is Right game show. It's got its own different page. We, okay, let's see here. Pricing games. List of the Price is Right pricing games. Oh, I'm cruising on Wikipedia now. Let's see. Oh, there's so many games. Let's see here. Any number. Bonkers. Bullseye. Cliffhangers. That's the one, I believe. Okay, and what was the one I was thinking of? Uh, often... Let's see here. I'm going to Danger, Price, Double Cross. Easy. It's Kerplunk. There's, oh. They have
1: a game called Kerplunk, too. Oh, Plinko. Plinko. Oh, yeah, you're I was of Plinko. thinking of Plinko. Yeah,
0: Plinko. I know Plinko. That's the other one I know, yeah. Yeah. The iconic Plinko. They're similar
1: names. They're both kind of like onomatopoeias a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, Plinko's the sound. Well, I think Plinko's sort of like Pachinko, mm. which is like the like that Japanese sort of like pinball-y sort of game mm-hmm. or whatever. I know what you're talking about. Oh, punch a bunch! I remember that one too. It's just you punch holes and. I'm looking at Pachinko board. right now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's
1: it. Uh mm-hmm. type of mechanical game originating in Japan is both is both as a form of a recreational arcade game and much more frequently as a gambling device. <gasps> Ooh, I've never heard of gambling. I've never heard of uh, like a gambling game referred to as a gambling device. It sounds much more like nefarious, like much more yeah like, like paraphernalia <laughs> like gambling paraphernalia.
0: That's what you'd call a slot machine, I think. A slot machine, I think, is a gambling device. Mm-hmm. Have you ever played, like, any, like, themed slot machines? Like, there's all sorts of, like, themed slot machines these uh,
1: days. I don't know if I have, because like, I usually play the penny slots, which are usually, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, Nothing? There's they're something. They're, like, off-brand, so it'll be, like... like uh, like just like a, Funky Winker Bean? Yeah, it'll be, like, Funky Winker Bean, except it'll be, like, Bunky Winker Bean, and uh, uh, you'll have to uh, match up all of the... Uh, characters from Funky Waker Bean that even though we talked about it like last week I can't remember any of their names Wh- what is his name uh, Dagwood is that one of them <laughs> <laughs> is Funky Waker Bean the one where he's in in, um,
0: uh, in uh, no where... that's Beetle Bailey we talked about that one too
1: <laughs> the, all three of them should all get inside of a couple
0: of get in a fly machine out. from fly
1: <laughs> yeah she got the fly machine from Fly and come out of the fly machine three flies. I feel like
0: Funky Winker being, despite that name, is actually, like, a really, like, serious comic strip. Like, there's a lot of, like, serious, like, things that happen in it.
1: Well, that's why I thought it was like Funky w- was like Beetle Bailey, because like Beetle Bailey is like, oh, I can't believe I lost a leg. Yeah, here we go. Uh, yeah, the more drama-oriented Funky Winker Bean's is featured story arcs of, uh, on topics such as terminal cancer, adoption, prisoners of war, Monkey Winker Bean, Beetle Bailey, pause yeah, over right. perhaps, drug abuse, post-traumatic stress, Beetle <laughs> Bailey, same-sex couples attending to the Beale. senior prom... <laughs> Beater bailey <laughs> and interracial marriage yeah, yeah these are all yeah. serious things just like you'd find on yeah Peter but bailey. then you
0: look at the uh the one they're showing you a fucking Wikipedia like the example and it's not serious at all <laughs> yeah
1: i really don't know what to say about this paper of yours i mean it even says wikipedia right at the top so what's the game what, so that's why i gave it away panel? So that's what gave it away. Oh, yeah. We should put that on uh Ooh, yeah. Uh, Steel Funky Winker Bean. <laughs> this, hilarious, this hilarious Funky Winker Bean from 2012.
0: Uh, yep, indeed.
1: We should call this uh, podcast the Funky
0: Wiki oh, Bean. Two minor characters have been spun off into their own strips. The bus driver Crankshaft in 1987 and the talk show host John Darling in 1979. The latter caused the sensation in 1990 when had Darling murdered in the penultimate strip after a real-life financial <laughs> dispute with the strip syndicator.
1: Jesus. <laughs> uh, the controversy section of Funky Monkey Bean is pretty fun. Uh, the dramatic turns of the storyline have been uh, with mixed responses from readers negative reaction to a 2007 strip featuring Wally getting blown up by an IED, <laughs> which turns him out in the strip to be him playing a computer game. <laughs> It's a lot like the movie Serenity. <laughs> Spoiler alert for the movie Serenity. Uh,
0: oh yeah, yeah. The computer game part. not the IUD part. Yeah. First time, yeah the not first the IUD part. That, for a second, I was thinking of an IUD, and it was in a much yeah. strangers like, getting blown up by that? well It's like whoa. It sounds sounds like a very um uh, like a, ca- a yeah like, like a really like Catholic sort of like a thing like a very Jack Chick sort of thing. Somebody being blown up by an IUD. Uh <laughs>
1: You should sell that to them, the Catholics. Sell
0: them exploding IUDs or a comic strip about it. Well,
1: like the idea. Just like the idea of exploding IUDs and they use an abstinence
0: propaganda. Get abstinence. There you go. go. And, ooh, Funky Winkerbean in 2015 began a crossover with Dick Tracy when two of the Winkerbean characters decided to attend a police auction
1: that's a lot like that's a lot like uh rg meets the punisher Dude, I, ju-
0: I just recently purchased i made a few purchases recently i i, I yeah
1: wasting your money i see <laughs>
0: yeah i, uh, I purchased uh, an issue of buffett magazine the one featuring <laughs> oh
1: yeah you sent me a picture of that and i was looking at it for like a half hour on my phone but it was like small thumbnail and i was like why did you buy a copy of mullet magazine
0: that's <laughs> no, it's buffett magazine it's a. Uh, Features Kermit the Frog in a like a Bruce Springsteen Born in the USA sort of like a style outfit, and the mm-hmm. issue features interviews with Martha Quinn and Alan Hunter, two of the original MTV VJs. I also bought a, a few books. I bought um, a Save by the Bell novel called Zack Strikes Back. I bought... I, you did waste your money, didn't you? <laughs> I bought a Charles in Charge novel called Charles in Charge Again, so featuring the smiling face of Scott Bayo. And I bought what's called a video novel of Mork and Mindy, which is just a bunch of uh, still photos of the Mork and Mindy pilot with like dialogue bubbles on them. And also, not a waste, I bought... Uh, Archie beats Batman 66 the comic did you know
1: that in the 1980s uh, Martha Quinn uh, dated Steve, ba- Steve Baters of the Dead Boys Steve, Steve Baters? Steve Baters. Uh, Start oh, talking man. about a real uh, solid producer <laughs> there's no joke
0: there oh wow <laughs> Martha Quinn's 60 now man where does the time mm. go
1: where does all the time in go? 19, in, in, in 1986,
0: Quinn took part in the then World Wrestling Federation's WWE Slammy Awards, conducting interviews backstage. I remember, uh, oh wow, uh, speaking of things, um, musicians Mojo Nixon and Skid Roper recorded a song in 1986 titled, Stuffin' Martha's Muffin. Gross. Yeah. Two <laughs> gross guys recorded really a gross,
1: gross song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, that is uh not great Mojo Nixon. Of course, he appears as Toad in the Super Mario um, Brothers fucking games, Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. But uh I was say something. Oh, Martha Quinn. She also was in an episode of um, the Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated show, which is a Scooby-Doo show where she played herself. Which is kind of seems like an interesting choice for a show with a presumably youngish audience that. It was came out in the two thousands. Wait, 2000s. They like, wait oh, we'll Mojo Dixon
1: get... plays Toad in the Super Mario Brothers movie.
0: I believe so. Yeah.
1: What does Toad look like in the Super Mario Brothers movie?
0: Not at all. like Yeah, I am
1: just like... curious because uh, I know like the Goobas just... look like little monster, little monster um, he, dinosaurs. He basically
0: looks like he basically looks like that, but they call him Toad. I believe. Oh. I think I got that right. Oh, he is. No, to... no, no.
1: Okay, yeah, I remember. He's like a ro- he's like a rocker. He like plays guitar, and they turn him into a monster.
0: Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mojo Nixon. Uh, shout out to the Dead Milkman. mm mm-hmm. uh, who, who? Who? Do you think he who, plays, you know, plays uh, Punk their, Rock
1: Girl, uh, Girl in the Super Mario Brothers movie?
0: Uh, I wish. I know he plays something. I can't remember what. It's like, but it's like a song about like Bowser or some shit. shit. Uh, not to look up. Anyways, I was gonna say something. Oh yeah, the Slammy Awards. I remember the Slammy Awards from. Uh, would watch the. He the, plays a
1: in Mario Kart.
0: That's uh, 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 oh, okay. That's what I that's what I got uh, for our
1: Super Mario Brothers on, dead milkman thing. Big lizard in
0: my backyard. I mean Bowser's a big lizard or a big dinosaur. Uh
1: yeah, yeah, I mean that's a much better one. I thought we were just I thought we were this was yeah. a free space um, to throw out pitches for this <laughs> awful don't idea. Don't that Koopa.
0: I don't. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, um, uh, uh. Smoking banana peels also works for Mario Kart because there's banana peels in that.
1: Mm. uh, Tiny Mushroom uh, uh, Town?
0: Um, uh, uh, oh, um, like, well, you, you know, Stuart, uh, I like you, you're not like the other folks here in the Mushroom Kingdom, that'll give you, <laughs> they don't, I don't want to
1: I feel like that uh, the song VFW applies to everyone inside of the Super Mario world. Uh, the uh, veterans of a fucked up Super Mario world.
0: Indeed. yeah. Ma-
1: I haven't listened to the Dead Milkman in maybe, what, 10 years? Do you think they're still good? Do you think
0: I'll still like Some them? of the songs are good. Some of them uh, are iffy. It's been probably...
1: Hard, hard, to, hard, hard to write a 21-song album <laughs> like Big Lizard. Uh, which is per- primarily like a joke <laughs> yeah. album, and have every song. I think be good. all
0: their albums are pretty much primarily joke albums. I think that's sort of like the, yeah. the Dead Milkman sort of like uh, oeuvre is to do joke albums, like a like a Bielza Bubba, which is
1: eat yeah. your paisley, Bucky Fellini. Yeah,
0: and then there's like a. A, like a famous photo of them with uh, Sparky Anderson, the Tigers' manager, who was like this, like a uh, very taciturn-looking old dude who, like, uh, like he looked like he was like eighty when he was like, um, like, forty. There's like just like a funny photo of like the them all just like uh, chilling. Oh, Dan Stevens, wait, like, that's a different Dan Stevens. I say like, Dan Stevens, the actor. He's in Dead Milkman now. That'd be a strange for, choice, but
1: from from the from the guest. yeah, and. In... The... Uh, Legion
0: yeah, and uh, town they made an album in, oh, they made a couple albums in recent years they made one called in 2011 called The King in Yellow and one in 2014 called Pretty Music for Pretty People uh,
1: man two records yeah, I'll never hear with
0: uh, songs like uh, The Sun Turns Our
1: Hipster Beard
0: yeah. uh, <laughs> Ronald Reagan <laughs> Killed Black Dahlia that's actually good <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now I want to ho- big words make the baby
1: Jesus cry. Now I want
0: to hold your dog, which is, I assume is a parody of uh now I want to be your dog by the Stooges. Uh, not uh
1: now I want to hold your hand.
0: Uh, no I think it's probably a parody if I want to be cuz literally the lyrics that song is now I want to be your dog so it'll be okay. It'll be a good uh, I've got to get my numbers up I don't know that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's just that's just one of the members writing about their <laughs> sales like, yeah, like job.
0: Anonymous being like, listen guys, I want to go on tour, but I've got to get my numbers up. Let's see, the yeah. previous album has uh, let's see, commodify your descent, solvents in parentheses for home and industry, meaningless upbeat happy song, uh, passport to depravity. Uh, these have less funny titles, uh, but oh well. They're all just, they're all still just doing their thing. Uh, you know, they have an album called Not Richard yeah. But Dick. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they'll always have that song, Punk Rock Girl, which is... Uh, um, it's a yeah, very good yeah, song. Yeah, no, that's one of the songs that there's that I feel like definitely holds up as... I think I saw
1: them once, or maybe I saw Mojo Nixon, <laughs> like, acoustic or whatever.
0: Uh,
1: I don't remember that. Perhaps. Uh, I did listen to and Camaro a lot in high school. That's
0: not a great song. I prefer Big Lizard. I used to like it. prefer Big Lizard. And uh, you got your punk rock girl. You got, uh, oh, many, many other songs. Sri Lanka Sex Hotel, which is a song that I just saw when I went to look at uh, BDL's Bubba. Brat and the Frat. Ringo Buys a Rifle. Oh. <laughs> Born to Love Volcanoes. All sorts. Yeah.
1: Had we get on this? Um,
0: we are talking, let's see. We're talking about Mojo Nixon because we're talking about Super Mario Brothers. And we started doing uh, a, yeah. how do we get there? How do we get to Super Mario Brothers? Uh, that's
1: He's not in, he's not in the Denver. No.
0: They just, they mentioned him in the song Punk Rock Girl. Oh, right, like right, a, right, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Have Mojo Nixon, and then he says, uh, he don't work here. Well, if you don't have Mojo Nixon, your store could use some fixing. And, 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 and. I yeah, mean, okay. They, now, they also named yeah. out Minnie Pearl, but Minnie Pearl's not in the band. It'd be pretty great if she was. Oh, that's right. John Worcester is mentioned in the song "Stewart." I forgot that. You know that uh, Johnny Worcester kid. Uh, was...
1: Yeah, from. Uh, from oh yeah, show.
0: and uh, from the best show with Tom Sharpling doing all the various characters, mm-hmm. such as Philly Boy Roy, who is fitting because, of course, the dead milkman from Philadelphia. Famously from. And uh, famously from Philadelphia, the, one... the most Philadelphia yeah, band. Dean, at least at least Dean Clean, like Roddy Anonymous, doesn't necessarily sound like he's from. A Philly, but Dean Clean, uh, the other singer, mm. has uh, one of the strongest Philadelphia accents you're going to find in all of music, in all of the world, frankly. Mm. He's just mm. very, very, wait a second, is it Dean, or am I thinking, no, it's not Dean, it's Dean's the drummer, Dean Clean's the drummer, I'm thinking of, uh, what's Joe, Joe Gennaro, I don't remember what he, oh yeah, Joe Jack Talcum is what he used to call himself. He's yeah. the singer. i. Yeah, that's who I saw. Uh, I saw Joe Jack Talcum, aka Joe Giannella. Yeah,
1: I saw him uh, perform uh, solo. He had, yeah, yeah, he, he was a solo, uh, and he did punk rock girl, and uh, everyone enjoyed that. Any
0: of the things that they had never really heard from his? Uh,
1: yeah, I don't his, think so. Uh,
0: solo home recorded cassette tapes that he was making during his solo period. You know, like a uh, yeah. What,
1: I'm sure there are some. I mean, like the Dead Milkmen have such a weird like, kind of culty oh, following yeah. that I'm sure there's like a a whole legion of uh, mohawked, <laughs> addled young men, women, and uh, others and that are enjoying the music of the Ted Milkman. This has been Dead Milkman talk. Yeah. <laughs> I've got nothing to say about this. No, I
0: don't. am trying to. I'm trying to we we okay reel back the conversation to remember how we got here, because I got that from...
1: We were talking about the Super Mario yeah. Brothers movie. I, that seems like a fun oh, thing yeah, to talk
0: about. for sure. That movie's bad. <laughs> yeah, it Bob sure Posse. is. And it, it ends, like, trying to set up a sequel that never came. Uh,
1: it's so unfortunate. I, f- I seem to remember, uh, like, watching it a couple years ago and realizing that, like everything in the movie is kind of like a weird adaptation of the game. And it's, n- yeah. it's like attempting to like take the game and put it into kind of like a real life term. Cause they like fall into a sewer are obsessed with coins and find like these jumping boots.
0: Yeah. They actually have like actual like jumping boots and yeah. like, uh, like the dinosaurs aren't like, uh, like evolved, like humans have evolved from dinosaurs instead of being like right. dinosaur men. And like, um, it's still like a mushroom kingdom sort of thing because, like, uh, like the, um, the king of the town or where has been uh, devolved into a fungus uh, by King Koopa, who I think they call him King Koopa or, or President of Koopa, yeah. as opposed to calling him Bowser. And uh, that's right, I forget, there's a fucking Yoshi in there too, but he's much more like an actual dinosaur and not like a friendly little guy running around when having did, a grand old. When
1: did uh, King Koopa's name change from King Cooper to Bowser?
0: Uh, let's see here, I mean Wikipedia might know the answer to that, Bowser or King Koopa is a fictional character, Japanese character bears the title of Daimao, Great Demon King, and the, the character was first referred to as Bowser King of the Koopas in the instruction manual, so I guess, uh, he, in the very first appearance in the Super Mario Brothers he was called Bowser King of the Koopas, mm. uh, so his ultimate goal let's see, Bowser is created, ba bada ba bada, bada, bimmy-bop. <laughs> Uh, That's actually... Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, Diko, because uh, Miyamoto named him Daimao Kappa. Kappa comes from the Japanese name for a Korean dish. Miyamoto would also consider the names Yuki and Babana. Bibinba, Bin, Bin, also <laughs> Japanese names for Korean dishes, Yuko and Bimi bop respectively.
1: You're nailing these. Uh,
0: the Korean name for the character Bowser slash Kappa is not Gu, Gukbop, but... Koopa, which is essentially a frenetic, round, frenetic round-trip translation. Uh, and the name was Anglicized Koopa rather than Koopa. In the Japanese versions, let's see. Ba, 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 ba. King Koopa. He's portrayed as king of the Koopas. Bowser's son, Bowser Jr. Koopalings. So I guess basically from the beginning, he's been Bowser and King Koopa in some way. I think it's way. just as a
1: kid I remember referring to. I think on the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, they only referred to him as King Koopa. And that's why Mm. I always just thought of him as King Koopa, as opposed to Bowser, which was, like, more common. Also, another big fact about me, I had a Sega Genesis and not a Super Nintendo. Mm. For a a solid three years of my development, I was without Mario. Uh, So there you go. So I missed out on all of, like, Yoshi is, like, not a big part of my childhood, because he's not in uh, Super Mario 64, unless you get, like, that secret thing and I didn't have Super Mario World or Yoshi's Island. So there you go.
0: Yeah, it says right here in the in the in other media section, uh, Bowser's first American appearances were as the antagonist in all three Super Mario Brothers cartoons. The characters typically refer to as King Koopa rather than Bowser. Mm-hmm.
1: Aha! Look what I did. I figured yeah. it out.
0: In 1989, Bowser, again referred to as King Koopa, hosted a live-action show entitled "King Koopa's Cool Cartoons." Sick. so it's all started with K's.
1: That sounds fun. They're all K's. Yeah. Oh boy! That sounds a t- lot t- like of <laughs> the Simpsons for back <laughs> KKK. Oh boy! Yeah.
0: But but like, uh, click on the go to the page for King Koopa's Cool Cartoons and look at the uh, the image of uh, King Koopa in this show. Look at the.
1: Oh my god, <laughs> he's horrifying <laughs> Truly disturbing yeah. Why isn't this like, talked about Why are people screaming about this from the rooftops Every day
0: Yeah, The form of the show In the tradition of the of classic children's television shows In the vein of Bows of the Cloud The show would begin with the same recorded sequence And lead into a live studio audience of children chanting Koopa, Koopa, Koopa at the beginning of the show <laughs> The audience of the children were all Given special hats shaped like Koopa hats And t shoots with Koopa's troopers printed on them the children would actually get to keep the shirts, but the troopa helmets, as they called them, were claimed by the producers of the typically reused every show. The live-action Koopa would then act as an MC introducing old public domain animated cartoon shorts for the late So it's of the just the like Pee Wee's
1: Playhouse.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, the actual Mario cartoons that were produced were ever shown. King Koopa would end the show by giving a child gift certificates or NES products, particularly the Power Glove, which was a popular <laughs> yeah. toy for the Christmas holiday season. She couldn't give those things away. Yeah. The show featured an actor in a King Koopa costume similar to one previously used in the Super Mario Bros. themed Ice Capade show, only with a more detailed mask to make the actor more believable on television. The actor playing Koopa, originally Chris Lada, later Pat Penny, performed the role with a gruff, gravel voice full malevolence that only revealed a hesitantly nice personality. Unlike any previous appearance, Koopa was seen with a pet creature named Ratso that best resembled a mix of dog and weasel with the large ears of a bat. Razzle had his own special theater where kids could claim prizes in which he was played by a puppet Koopa would be seen walking Ratso on a leash in the pre-recorded opening and closing credit sequences where he was played by a dog in a costume
1: well it's nice that they like had at a game show where uh, King Koopa could just give out nice Nintendo branded items
0: yeah, and you know, shows hesitatingly nice personality. Other yeah. pieces, gruff, gruff, voice, malevolence.
1: America just did not know what to do with the characters of the <laughs> Super Mario of Super Mario like <laughs> universe, yeah. and we're just like, I don't know, we'll just stick them on TV and have yeah. them present cartoons.
0: Ah, uh, so I clicked on the page for Chris Latta, who also knows Christopher Collins, who was best known as the voice of. Cobra Commander in the G.I. Joe animated series and Starscream Oh, my God. That's also, fascinating. Yeah. yeah. But also, he died in 1984 at the age of 44. Oh, it's sad. Yes. Yep. What's Ooh, Rover yeah.
1: Dangerfield? He was on that. Is this a, what I think it is? Yep. It's a movie about a dog starring Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the dog who gets no respect. Have you seen this?
0: I'm familiar with it.
1: Mmm. Why aren't people shouting about this from the rooftops every day?
0: Yeah, really. Let's see here. He, let's see. He's in a couple of Star Trek. Oh, oh, shit. That's right. Latta. He was the dude who was going to be the voice of Moe, the bartender. That's why I've heard of him. He was the original voice of Mr. Burns in the first season episodes, Simpsons Roasting on Open Fire, the Telltale Head, and Homer's Odyssey, and recorded lines, but was dubbed over in the latter as Moe, the bartender. For But uh, he left in the first season, and then, uh, and then oh. Do you think uh, he
1: left? Because he, do you think he left, or like, they just were like, we got... What is it? Hank Azaria that does the voice of?
0: Azaria said that when he asked why he w- had replaced Ladd, he was told by Matt Groening he was great. He was just a dick. His voice is great. He was just kind of jerky to everyone.
1: Wow. Yeah. That stinks. Well, you know, be nice to people you work with. <laughs> you can yeah. and you will, like because that's really gonna sting.
0: Yeah. He let's see. He la- he later in uh, apparently in his uh, stand-up comedy act, he would later he would tell the audience that he was not a comedian. But a psychotic who learned to market his problem. And this is Chris Collins that did this. Yeah, aka this is the guy. This is the guy
1: that uh, passed away.
0: Yeah, Collins. Oh well,
1: you know, shouldn't speak ill of the dead, I guess. Collins, but that really sucks.
0: Comic persona was a loud, angry, mentally unstable man who liked to intimidate the audience. (laughs) Great. Yep. Indeed. But, oh, he's also a voice in the Pac Man series. He was a- As
1: Pac Man? Oh, no, not no. as Pac Man. I said, thought it said as Pac Man. No.
0: He, uh, oh, it was an episode of Mr. Belvedere.
1: Marty Ingalls played Pac Man.
0: Oh nice. It's uh, a good get. Oh, yeah, you know what? He played, uh. Oh, yeah, there we go, Rover Dangerfield. Let's see here. A real Ghostbusters, some G.I. Joe. Sharing Husband in Roadhouse. Sharing mm. Husband.
1: What do you think? Sharon Husband?
0: Oh, Sharon. I wonder. That has to be the dude who's like, hey. Want to touch my wife's breast or my girlfriend's or whatever? There's like that one weird scene. Where I it's mean
1: like, that w- I would describe that that <laughs> person as a sharing husband, I guess.
0: It's like yeah, it's like the scene. It's like hey, touch, and then like uh, it's like pay up, and he's like I don't have any money, and then like there's like a fight, or whatever. That sounds like Roadhouse. Oh yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. Let's see. I don't know. It's probably not in the uh, Wikipedia synopsis, of a uh, Roadhouse. Uh, and he's not listed as any of the main characters. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna look up the on IMDb, look up the uh, whole um, cast list, and see if I can figure out these various characters, and then, uh, and then we can probably steer the ship into its conclusion. But first, I have to find out if sharing husband is that guy. Come on, load up. Let's see. we've got Patrick Swayze as Dalton. I gotta see the full cast here. There's Hank, but John. How John will do you, well do
1: you know uh, Roadhouse?
0: Um, I watched it a couple years ago when I was doing a thing where we'd show a bad movie and make jokes over it, a la, uh, an MST3K at a local movie theater.
1: So why were you we showing Roadhouse?
0: Uh, because it was fun to make jokes over it. It got... Good. Fine. F-
1: fair enough. I agree. It's a funny movie.
0: <laughs> it got a good response, uh, from the audience. Way better. Get some good pops. Yeah. Let's see, Tiny Ron played Mountains, Sheila John- Ron plays Judy, Ernie Bass, Cody's Band, Cruzados, Bandstand Tough Guy, Bandstand Bay, Bandstand Bouncer. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that is, because Christopher Collins is billed as sharing husband, and the next person listed is Cheryl Baker, who played a character known only as Well-Endowed Wife. Hey, now. Followed by a character just known as Gawker, who is perhaps, uh, the one who, uh, or there's a, who is a, does, does the fondling of the of the of the breasts. All these strip joint girls, <laughs> strip bar does the fondling
1: of the breasts. <laughs> that's
0: that's what happens. That's how this let's see Cody pretty girl, marine and strip joint barfly, dancing barfly, man in fingers, gloves, uncredited, laughing henchman, that's Benny the jet, orqueez. He's the guy who's been in some things. He taught John Cusack how to do kickboxing, the sport of the future. Uh but yeah, so what I was originally gonna get to many moons ago before I was gonna talk about in the Slammy Awards, one time I remember watching the Slammy Awards. And uh Todd Pentangill, who was like a WWE presenter at the time, uh was doing parody songs and he did a parody song about of, uh, of love and marriage, the theme song too. Uh Mary um, yeah. and it went like this, Yokozuna, Yokozuna. He's the Federation's big kahuna Never missed a dinner He's the Nathan's hot dog-eating winner That's the entire song. (laughs) And that's the thing that happened on TV once upon a time. Was...
1: Now, what is, what's on TV? Just a bunch of people on TikTok. Yeah, that's what's on right. <laughs> I'll tell you. TV used to be good. Yeah, it used
0: to be Todd Panacal singing parodies of uh, uh, standards about a professional wrestler whose gimmick was that he was a Japanese sumo wrestler who was being portrayed by a man from Hawaii. Who,
1: <laughs> With that, I think we're yep, about wrapped up we're about here. here. ready
0: to wrap things up like a mummy, like Yummy Mummy, the serial uh, mascot. <laughs> <laughs> He's wrapped yeah. up. Uh, he sure he's, is. That's, that's why when he has sex, he, it's always safe because he's always he's wrapped up uh, in 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 a condom. He wears a big giant condom underneath his his wrappings. He just walks around in a big condom suit, and uh, he's covered in sexual lubricant all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds delicious to me. Sexual lubricant. When I get that. um,
1: Okay, please stop.
0: (laughs) When I get that fubricant, I want sexual lubricant. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Gavin Media, for putting up with us for uh, over a year now. Uh, Well, I guess, I mean, not a year of this particular podcast, but a year of us, starting with the the old Chris and Matt, um, read a blockbuster. Uh, to this podcast that we've become Which is nonsense on the internet But uh If you like the podcast there's ways you can support it online You know you know how it goes If you listen to the podcast you're used to the spiel You know what you can do if you want to do it And it would be great if you did And also check out at it's bazooka joe on twitter uh, I've, I kind of was Slacking on my bazooka joe tweets But I've been picking it up recently Are you back I'm at trying it? to pick it back up You know uh Trying to get at it, trying to get going. I'm I'm not sure how to uh, virally market. I don't know. Maybe I should start uh, saying controversial things or trying to get like a good retweet from like a company or something. I don't know. I'll figure it out. It's it's mostly just like uh, you know jokes about Mort, the character who wears that turtleneck over his mouth these days. But check that out. Okay.
1: <laughs> uh, you could uh, find me at M um, yeah. I guess. <laughs> On yeah. Twitter. Of all places of all the
0: places in all the internet on Twitter Yep, in all the places you'll go oh, Yeah oh the places you'll go you'll go to Twitter and then you'll uh, read tweets from like I don't know Wendy's and they'll be all snarky like I saw a tweet earlier today which will be many weeks ago at this point where Wendy's being all snarky about McDonald's uh, snarky uh, social media I don't I don't know if I, I really need snarky brands but it's the it's the wave of the future is brands being all, snarky and stuff and that's the world we live in now now that dave thomas is dead
1: hey well the world we had before was uh so- parody songs Yokozuna, <laughs> that's true so-
0: you know uh to everything turn 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 as the birds once said mm, this has been sit- chris and matt skim wikipedia thanks for listening and as always naked sex time